Welcome to Lunch Break. I'm Brian. I'm Alex. I'm Eric. Let's eat. All right, all right. Uh, welcome right. to today's lunch break. Uh, we have a special guest. His name is Boone. Uh, first names only, guys. First names only. Uh, rules of the game are uh, we don't mention our actual employer and we don't use last names. Or use our real names. That's why we're calling him Boone. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, because really, who's, who's, whose who's, name is who names our kid Boone? Yeah, yeah. Like, come no, on. That's, <laughs> how, that's why I like that's it. That's why I <laughs> exactly. You know how hard it is to find some of my coworkers on Facebook with their typical <laughs> South, Southern California names? With all the Esperanzas and... Uh, Esperanza, uh, Cochita, uh, Sochi, Alonso. You know how many Jose's there are <laughs> in Southern California? Oh, man. Well, so uh, I wanted to talk today about L.A. I noticed that we're all, like, born and raised here for the most part. Um, I thought that would be interesting. Um, and uh, one of the things was just this idea of, like, if you could uh, uh, define L.A. like with one word, what would it be? Um, I, I wonder, like, uh, just in the sense of... Um, I don't know. I, I uh, grew up in L.A., went away for a long time, and then came back. And ever since I uh, came back about three, three, three years ago, I've been having trouble, like, getting back into it, you know? Um, so, but see, I feel like that gives you more of a, how can you describe L.A.? Because you have something to compare it against. When I feel like... More or less, we'll be pretty jaded because we're just kind of from here. But why would you? Yeah. Well, so that's the thing. Like, so, so how would you describe LA? Um, like the West Coast music lover of me, the West Side Till I Die, the Dub C uh, '90s rap growing <laughs> up guy. Uh, I love LA. I mean, like, I'm yeah. an LA fan. But like, that's what I'm saying. Is, LA? I oh yeah, I always yeah. come at it with like a, a bias. Like when people come here, you know, where we work. Um, we get people from other other cities, mm-hmm. and when they don't like LA, in my head, I don't say it out loud. I'm kind of like, get out then, man. You, know, <laughs> you, know, you don't deserve us over here because we we have like I feel like we're awesome, but again, I haven't lived somewhere yeah. else, so it's kind of hard for me to like yeah. really compare it to something. But for me, I kind of want to hear that because I kind of want to fall in love with LA again. Um, you See, because you move somewhere else and you find it awesome, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, like for me, like LA is just. That gets, I have complicated feelings mm-hmm. about it. Um, a part of me is this idea of like, am I just getting used to being here and kind of resigned to, to what it is? Or am I, am I starting to enjoy it again? I'm trying to figure out how I'm feeling about it, right? But, but like, you know, purposefully, I moved away from the heart of LA just because it's just too much noise for me and too much energy, I guess. Um, I'm I'm in the valley. It's completely bland and vanilla, and I love that. Like I like the idea of being able to come in, hang out, do something, and then just get the hell away. So I don't think you're in LA. Yeah, I think you're in the outskirts of LA. And technically, I'm not yeah. either though. Yeah. I'm on the outskirts yeah. of LA. Well, you move back in towards yeah. LA. Well, Pomona is technically still part of LA County, yeah. but not LA proper. But it's not what people would associate with it. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, but we do have the LA County Fair every year. And all that. <laughs> that doesn't count. It's not even. I don't know, I don't know like, what you guys are talking about. That's in Pomona. So <laughs> that's, that's they should guy. change the name to Pomona. Pomona County, County yeah, Fair. They right. put us yes. on the map. We don't need. We don't need Los Angeles. We have our own tiny airport in our in our city. Pomona's coming. Up, man. We got a train there. 
Yeah. Possibly. You Pomona know, so is not coming up. Pomona will never come <laughs> up. Pomona is like East LA. It will remain the same. It's like it's like Pomona and East LA are in their bubbles. Mm-hmm. Like East LA has not changed since I was a kid. It is still the same that has been. I don't East LA. I don't no, know. I feel like it's changed. It's so tiny. It's all. It's barely. Rec- I mean, you could barely recognize the change. It's so small, but. East LA as a whole because I'm right next to East LA it has yeah. not changed okay. same with Pomona Pomona is exactly the same as it was when I first moved to Ontario yeah. like in uh, like back in like 89, 90 like it has not changed is Boyle Heights part of East LA or oh yeah mm, yeah LA? No. I think so yeah Boyle Heights for sure uh, no, is look, at the, look at the elitism. Is We're really no, 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 drawing lines. No, We're drawing no, lines no, between no, each no, other. No, I, it's all the same to me, but I, I don't. Is it really? Because well, I always well, hear about. Be considered East oh, LA. Yeah, yeah. For sure. For sure. Really? Yeah. Because yeah. I hear about you know people trying to gentrify Boyle Heights, but but I never hear about East LA specifically. So that's why I feel like they're separate. But are they? I, no, they're they're definitely East LA. Yeah. I live northeast LA, so it's a little bit further east, but. More north, obviously. So, so I think the heart of East LA is, I think, is Boyle Heights, and in, okay. in that area, that's kind of how I interesting huh. the way that it's kind of structured. Yeah, because okay, of the, yeah, where I, I guess. Okay. I guess, I guess yeah. it would be. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, do you like like? You grew up. Where, so where'd you grow up? Did you grow up? I grew up in Long Beach. Long Beach. That's LBC. right. LBC. What? You grew up in LBC. Juan and Lewis. What? Regulators. All that. What? Yeah. Yeah. So Long Again, Beach I've, I've heard about this place in my '90s rap music. Yeah. Really <laughs> aware of this I area. The '90s rap music puts Long Beach on the map mm-hmm. and forever on the map. You know, yeah. I continue to represent Long Beach with. Snoop Dogg and Back Dre and other all the West Coast. Yeah. Rappers, Did that sure. give you a lot of pride growing up? Because that was basically like you were in high school around that time. Yeah, yeah, when yeah, it was, yeah. Was blown up. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, so my first <laughs> experience with just representing Long Beach and the music industry or music was um, nothing but a G thing came out. Yeah. And I was in fifth grade, and mm. when that was just on and pop, I was like, oh yeah. Everyone's knowing about Long Beach now because it's it's in the music. <laughs> yeah. So it just kind of started from there, and I think I think it. It kind of helped with kind of representing Long Beach because if you didn't go to Long Beach, Long Beach is like South LA. It's like the further south you can get yeah. before you hit South Beach and that becomes Orange County and no one goes to Orange County. You know what I mean? So yeah. Long Beach is like the outskirts of LA, but I still feel like it's part of the heart of LA because of the way that it was portrayed in music and, and hip hop and things like that. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you do associate like uh, like West Coast rap. Yeah, even most of it's from Long Beach, Long Beach yeah. but yeah, yeah, it's LA, sure. it's LA music. Yeah. Just to go back one quick second, Boyle Heights is separated on Google Maps by East LA is its own area here. Oh, and Boyle Heights is right next to it there. Google, what's that? My phone doesn't do that. My phone doesn't talk to it. <laughs> My phone doesn't talk back to you. I don't know if you're trying to talk to it. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> gangsters chasing you? Do they like? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh no, this, this is Boyle Heights I now. Would, I, I, I would take that as a compliment because East yeah. LA is just bad. Yeah. <laughs> what, 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 what makes and I won't it bad say to that. And I don't. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Huh? Why do you think? Like, what makes it bad? It's yeah. it's crappy, dude. Like, I'm all for gentrification of East LA because yeah. it really is. No, it really is. It's 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 bad. It's it's dude. It's still like. It's like one of the few spots in LA that's still like I guess you could say like crime ridden. Like it's like it's not a great area to like hang out in. You know what's funny is I like it because I feel like it's like a stronghold because they're fighting the gentrification so hard. Like they're trying to keep East which LA, is East LA like, which is weird. And I kind of like that. Like it's like one of those rare areas that still the holdout feel very yeah LA. Yeah, is that what LA is though, dude? Like. 
Like, LA to is... some, for someone to say, oh, it feels like LA, uh, crime, not safe, you know, <laughs> no, a little... I, a little... But, I mean, you... Uh, so, all, so do all of us remember how LA used to be growing up? Like, I remember going through, like, the Arts District. I remember going to, like... Um, uh, the arcades? Ch- Chinatown. No, I remember going to Chinatown, like, the, like the, the, to get toys and stuff with my dad. I yeah. remember driving through there during the day. Yeah. And even then, I was like, Ooh, it doesn't feel safe. Like, I was little. Yeah. And then I remember, like, driving home during the evening, and all, I, the Arts District, like, I would never pulled over and got out the car. The Arts District was horrible. Yeah, it was See, but, but so, I like, I, pre- yeah, yeah. I appreciate the change. Yeah, change comes with a lot of, like, you know, negatives as well, but I do appreciate the change. But that was, I feel like, the awesomeness of coming out here back in the day. No. Now you can't go down to go get toys anywhere like that. That shit doesn't happen. Everything yeah, is that's so changed. gentrified. Yeah, you only come. Changed. The only thing you visit the Arts District, Chinatown, any of these, are for some hipster bar. That's all you come that's, out here for. Now. Yeah. There's no more things like you can't go out and even um, we try to go to that candy, the candy district yeah. for like one of our kids' parties. Yeah, the prices are crazy. Everything's yeah. just crazy because everything's online now. Everything's been. Like pushed out, yeah. you can't just go somewhere to get those discounts. Like back in the day, that hey, you get cheaper prices, but you deal with some of the seedy stuff where you yeah. got to get out of here before the sun goes down. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Like there was a, yeah. there was a give and take for it. But I know what you're saying. I can feel safer in general, but everything's more expensive now. Yeah, you know. But you know that the one thing that does remind me of how Ali used to be is the smell in downtown that has not gone away. <laughs> oh, it, really does, it smells the urine and the feces. It still smells like that. I'm like, huh, this takes me back to when I was a kid. Yeah. It's so, so funny. But yeah. I, I, mean, I don't know. Like, you're right. Like, you can't go to those cool little areas where, like, you get these cool, like, you know, toys from, like, import toys from China, which was pretty awesome back then when I was a kid. And I don't, know, I don't know if it's because I'm a 90s kid, but... It's that um, that badge of honor of it being a little bit more hood or a little bit thing. No, everything's just so soft, dude. Like it's not. At least not, not cool. It's not cool, and it's like scary, scary factor anymore. Like, oh, you grew up in, you grew up in like L.A. Oh, that's kind of crazy, you know. Like now it's just oh, you see movie stars everywhere, and how much how much you pay for your rent out there? Like everything's so soft now. It's yeah. becoming more touristy. Yeah. It varies. Yeah, yeah. Much Every more year, touristy. I think people come here because of Hollywood, because of those yeah. things. Yeah. Before, like you said, it was like, oh, LA, crime, you know, this and that. Now it's becoming more of a destination. Yeah. And when, when we walk around, like at lunch, for example, and we look at the lofts and we're like, who, who lives here? Mm-hmm. And it always ends up being like some kind of foreign exchange student that's going to like fit them or something like yeah. that's just going to school their parents are just paying for yeah. their crazy expensive loft to hang out there like yeah. there's no real like locals living like in the heart it's like very rare yeah so does that mean like do you feel like that there's not really culture Mm, oh, I don't know what is the LA culture kind of thing. Yeah, I, like if you're, I, if you're saying it's all changing, but then like I think the LA culture is like just going back to like your question. Yeah, I think it's just it's like fusion, like everything is just yeah intermingling. <laughs> appropriation like, is that what appropriation? We're saying? Like everything is just mixed, yeah. melting pot of cultures, neighborhoods, people, food. Nothing is pure anymore. But like, I don't think it's always it's it's never it was never that way. Actually, I think it's more it's more diverse now than when I was, I was growing up. Because when I was a kid, it was mostly Hispanic. Yeah. You know, and then, yeah. and even then, you only had like you didn't have all the diverse um, diversity in restaurants and and, and and people that live here now. Like it's yeah. it's a, a huge melting pot now. It wasn't that way when I was a kid. It was all Hispanic. Yeah. You know, I could see that in the sense of like growing up. Um, 
everyone kind of stayed in their own neighborhoods mm -hmm. and now it does feel like I'm yeah. exposed to different foods that I wouldn't maybe yeah, but maybe it's just the part of growing up though like you're yeah. a kid why would you be exposed yeah. to different things like you're not even driving at that point yeah I, I think there are there are less neighborhoods that are very specific to that culture anymore like yeah like the, the borders are no longer borders of neighborhoods right. it's like people are just connecting it's like getting where you fit in kind of yeah. thing, you know I mean? but like, out of desperation not because yeah. they want to desperation yeah. it's, it's displacement whatever whatever the case may be it's yeah. it's we're all just trying to live in this this city where it, it gets a little bit tougher I think with, yeah. with a lot of things that's happening in LA so but but going back to like but the why like why do we put up with that why do why we do, we do that? that yeah like I, so the I, weather I mean the weather the weather is <laughs> the huge, huge. that's a yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. but stay. I love I love the diversity I yeah. love yeah. the diversity yeah. of yeah. here and I don't try to act like I know about everyone else's stuff yeah but speaking to people from other parts they don't know necessarily as many different types of people that we may know just because of where we live yeah and I yeah. think that's awesome yeah yeah. yeah. How does that uh, help you? Like the fact that it, it is so diverse. Um, I or mean, like, it's you just feel like that's a, like that. That seems like like saying that that you. Uh, it's just perspective, and I guess just philosophy and stuff. As we become a more global people, mm -hmm. just with the internet and everything like that, it just makes you know. It just kind of like more tolerance. Weird saying for me, like humbles yourself in a sense too, just because you don't know what the world's experiencing compared to what we have, and just yeah. knowing other cultures, knowing other people. Or at least just trying to put yourself in other people's shoes. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's big. Because, again, um, I've, I think we had these conversations before. Is You only live one life. You only get one chance at something. Mm -hmm. And the only way you really get to learn someone else's stuff is talking to somebody yeah. else that experienced something else. You know? So there's like it's, it's great. I love talking to people from different places. Again, my eyes shoot up. If you tell me you're from some small town in middle America, mm -hmm. I, that's interesting to me. Because, yeah. again, we were out here. We grew up with thousands hundreds mm -hmm. at least kids in our graduating classes like in high school mm -hmm. and all that stuff yeah. yeah my graduation is four hours long yeah <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah yeah and that's, yeah. And that's what we know yeah. like there's yeah. no way that we knew everyone in our town mm -hmm. but when i get someone from like oh i'm from outside chicago i'm out from wherever oh we have 30 people in our graduating class i knew everyone in my town like that's yeah. interesting yeah. imagine growing up in a place yeah. like that. And I could only imagine because I never lived that life. Right. You grew up in Pomona, like yeah, you I stayed, grew up in Pomona. You stayed, Roughly, I mean, yeah. I was in like, but I was all in that San Gabriel Valley-ish, like yeah. uh, West Covina. I was in West Covina for a bit. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but majority of Pomona. Yeah. And like, would, would you move out to the Midwest since it's so interesting? Uh, no, I don't think I would. Why? Um, West Side till I die. I thought we covered this. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we covered this in the beginning. No, I did. I did want to move when um, when I was younger. Yeah. Just because yeah. I always felt like I could kind of come back. Sure. Move as in like because my parents have a house here. Yeah. Not that like I'm picking up roots and then trying to reseed in Pomona, which yeah. is like really hard. Mm -hmm. At least you know everyone says. Um, but I don't think where I am at in my life now, yeah. I would move. I don't. I have kids that are yeah, decently you're, old. You're pretty much grounded. Yeah. 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 So that's what I feel like. I feel like I'm making my peace because uh, my son is like with the family now, with the grandparents, and I'm like, well, we're we're here, yeah. whether I like it or not. So I might as well start liking it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you but, dislike it kind of because that's what I'm getting from you. Yeah, there's a, there's this feeling of not, like, well, you're not welcome anyway. So I just wanted you to know that. <laughs> maybe that's why you can't acclimate because we really don't want you back. Yeah, yeah maybe it's just, uh, go back maybe. to Texas, man. No, because people are like, oh, the food's good, like the tacos, and I'm like, I've had better tacos. What really? Yeah, I've had you know like. 
better food. Well, that's the one thing I thought that we're good at. I don't know. Well, so it depends on we're the type not of Mexican food. Man. It depends not, on the type really? of tacos that you like. Like I don't Taco know. Taco Bell's so good. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that not what we're talking about? No, and there's tacos <laughs> made way better. Oh yeah, you're right. The chicken's more <laughs> fresh. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I see. I get it, Eric. There's a debate clearly on what is good Mexican. Yeah. No, I'm well, like I think it goes back to like I. I wouldn't have if I didn't go. I wouldn't have known that there were more options. But like I grew up in South Central. And I thought that that was normal. But then, like, in middle school, I got bussed out to the Wilshire District, mm-hmm. which is, like, super wealthy. And then you're like, oh, this is different, right? People here are different. Mm-hmm. And then high school, I got bussed out to the Valley. I'm like, oh, this is different. People live... <laughs> like, you start seeing, like, people live differently. And so, the like, the more we started doing that, like, I couldn't see myself ever moving back to where I grew up. Mm. And and but if when you're there, you just that's what you know and that's what you live. And you yeah. know, our parents let us out like all the way till the night. Like I wouldn't even go out myself now as an adult. In that it just it feels strange. Okay. Um, I, I mean, I can't get over it though. We don't have good Mexican food here. No. <laughs> okay, so let me just rewind real quick. Yeah. Tex-Mex. So that's not even real Mexican food. So I don't know what angle this guy's coming from. Okay? With corn and sprinkled in every, every taco. I don't understand how that works. And nacho even cheese. Closer to Mexico, like the taco places I've been in Mexico, like in San Diego and stuff. Yeah. They're not really like, how does LA not have good Mexican food? Break down. What, 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 so where's good to Mexican food, Eric? While you're making these outrageous yeah. claims. No, I, I can't even tell you where because like I've been to, like, it, all the places I've been to in LA, it's not good. I mean, it's like it's, what if that's just Mexican food? No, 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 no. What if you just don't like Mexican? No, no, you know why? Because I, because growing up, my mom would cook for us, right? All Mexican food, and like it just it. So it's it, us versus your mom. That's no, what's happening no, no, right no, no, now. No, 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 versus no, home cooking. Versus This is not fair, Eric. No, no, eating homemade like Mexican food, like, and you go out to restaurants and like the only reason this tastes good is because it's. Crappy ingredients and it's fried. Anything fried is gonna taste good. Like, of course, it tastes good because it's fried and, fucking <laughs> and, and, and grease and lard. And then you realize, like, that's crappy ingredients. Like, you don't, you shouldn't need, you, you don't need to fry something if the ingredients are good enough. And that's why most places in LA, like, oh, it's so good. Like, fucking, this king, is like li- King Taco and like, oh, uh-huh. why are they going to King Taco? Yeah, but you're going off of those. Oh, even just like the Hona ones. They're not yeah, good. See, but you're, no, this is like, legit an epiphany for me because I literally, in my travels, Every time we go anywhere else, they go, well, don't try the Mexican food there because you guys rock Mexican food in L.A. anyway. That's literally, like, the consensus everywhere I go. Like, yeah. even when I went to, like, if you want, you got to try their Tex-Mex stuff. Like, um, when I went to Austin, for yeah. example. Oh, I forgot what the one's called. That's, like, it's kind of a, a bigger name. But it's just, you know, everyone's like, oh, you guys rock L.A. So that, to hear that we don't do Mexican food, where the fuck else are we going? <laughs> Mexico. This is Mexico, uh, no, man. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think it's 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 preference, too. Because yeah. um, I, I was, I li- like, in Austin, I enjoyed that Mexican food more, even if it's Tex-Mex or not. But I think what it is is that... It's, it's your Whittier roots that really got you to, <laughs> <laughs> That really got you to that Tex-Mex. Um, I think it's the freshness of it or something. Because I've gone to uh, Gorilla Tacos. I've gone to Sonora Town. Um... Like which is like the popular place right now, and it's yeah. just like, eh, it's alright. It's okay. Like it's just greasy. It's yeah. just like anything greasy. I know my is boy good. Boone. Yeah. Boone's a foodie. He likes to eat yeah. too. Yeah, I, chime I, in on this, please. I, I would chime in. Yeah. I think <laughs> LA has really good Mexican food. Yeah, really good tacos. I, I think it's also um, kind of your preference and how you grew up. If you're grew, if you grew grown up eating Mexican food, you kind of have a higher palate or a higher expectations for that. 
like for me, I grew up eating a lot of like Cambodian and Thai food. Yeah. So I know. probably can't go out and eat Cambodian. So when I'm like, right? uh, so if I'm asking asking you, hey, like, what's your favorite Thai Cambodian spot? Food. Yeah. yeah. If I ask you, what, yeah. where's your favorite Thai spot? And you say something that's not in my top five, yeah. I'd be like, you don't know Thai food. Yeah. yeah. Like, you don't know. Yeah. And it's probably yeah. true. Yeah. Because yeah. I have. It probably is true. Yeah. yeah. Pretty good. Like, yeah. Like you probably have like the, the the Taco Bells of Thai food. I'm like, I dude, probably have. I, I probably have because yeah. I never had right. homemade Thai food. So I want to so, go into this conversation. That's, that's about, what this should be. About what he said about, <laughs> what he said about Filipino yeah. food. Yeah. I don't want to go into this conversation yeah. with Mr. Montoya. So, but I think I think the whole beauty of all of this in LA is that you have options. You do have options. Uh, that's options for sure. To for sure. And to some person, like, hey, you know, someone's visiting LA and they say, hey, what's a great Thai food, you you find a place. Yeah. What's a great Mexican food? You know a place. Yeah. It may not be to your standard, but yeah. to that person coming into LA, right. it's probably everything. Because, because where they're coming from, they have none of the where they, they don't have yeah, those it's just options, all chains right? or something. Yeah. Yeah. So so our expectations of food, I feel, is very, very high because I think we're spoiled in that sense. Right. Yeah. Like there's so point. many new restaurants opening, there's mm-hmm. so many fusions, there's so many great things. And I think that's the whole beauty of LA. It's like yeah, it might be crappy to you, but it might be great to another person. But yeah. the fact is that we have it. It's yeah. just yeah. like the best thing ever. So even like, Eric, no, this is the first what? time you've conceded that someone else's opinion matters <laughs> over what? yours. Well, just because Get out of here. your opinion yeah. is never correct doesn't make me wrong. <laughs> so I can see that sort of the fun of like trying to find what yeah. works for you. Yeah. But everyone's going to try to find that yeah, because yeah, you yeah. have options. Yeah, you have options. Yeah. Like, I mean, like. I'm a big fan of Gasados. Like I love Gasados. I, yeah, me, yeah. So for me, so, Eric Verdick. I don't know. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. so we need to preface any of this stuff. <laughs> yeah. Eric, you need to get a like list of what Eric's like things anything. are first. Yeah. Do you like Eric? Yeah. Come on. No, so no, okay, no. Taste wise, it's good, but I think it's just it's. It's ridiculously overpriced for something as simple as, Wait, like, as, as well-made that's tacos. It. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like, what are you doing that's so out of the ordinary? Like, you, it's, it's, it's. They gotta pay for the rent, Eric. Well, it's they exactly. Gotta, it's, 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 it's exactly what that yeah. is. If you take uh, the exactly price out of it, is, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's gonna influence your purchases. But yeah. when it comes down to just the taste and the option, then that's. It's, I mean, it's good. I mean, no, it tastes good. Just yeah. I don't yeah. agree with the price. The salads for me is the best. He went economical on us, man. Like, it's what it is. Five dollars for a taco. If Eric has to eat money, he hates the flavor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty he doesn't like the flavor of eating his money. <laughs> yeah, that's my that's my favorite place too because it's really hard to mess up a stew. Mm-hmm. It's extremely hard to mess it up, and so and it's also easy to hide freshness or not mm-hmm. with the stew. So the fact that they make the tortillas fresh is huge. The fact that their salsas are good. Yeah. Like if you have a fresh tortilla and a fresh salsa, then anything you put in it is going to be at least. You know, halfway decent. Yeah. So, oh, dude, the best taco man I had was like within the last month, and she was hand smashing some yeah. tortillas there. Yeah, yeah. That, those were oh, so bomb. Like, they're so much heartier though. Homemade yeah. tortillas. Yeah. Ooh, she, she was uh, she was like uh, making them there. Oh, oh, nice. Was so good. Where they throw the the, um, yeah. the cheese on the grill yeah. and push the push the tortilla on it. This is the Damn, best. I'm hungry now. Is it? Lunch. <laughs> 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 tacos now. Jesus. So, so what's your favorite uh, Cambodian food, man? Favorite Cambodian food? Yeah. Uh, my mom's. Oh, mm-hmm. I mean, I, you know, so yeah. so the Cambodian food is like very sort of limited. Like, there's not a lot of like restaurants or anything mm-hmm. that um, really serves Cambodian food kind of LA way. I mean, Long Beach has a lot of them, and you know, I can name up uh, a couple of restaurants that I would recommend for folks. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, it's like uh, you know, like if I if I'm not eating at my mom's, I really don't. That's prefer interesting. Not to go to 
Que vai rachar, prefer yeah. to like go to a Mexican restaurant. So you're the same yeah. people as we are. Like because yeah. we had really good Mexican food, yeah. all of this stuff is like whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I and I bet you like if we go to like like this is one popular noodle spot called the Shack mm-hmm. um, in Long Beach, and it's like noodles. And I I took uh, my Filipino friend one one day, and, um, and like he was he can't stop talking about it. He like oh, loved nice. it. And then every time he comes down from the Bay Area, he's yeah. like, "Hey, let's go to the Shack, man. Let's let's go there." And I'm like, "And I'm tired of the Shack, <laughs> man. Like let's let's try something else." You know what I mean? So it's all about like. Um, just access right. to different kinds of food and to certain people yeah. it's like oh yeah it's good mm-hmm. but I'd rather have this because you've always always had that yeah. so do you guys feel like do you feel like you don't you won't eat Mexican food outside no I do because I just crave it and sometimes I'm too lazy yeah. to make it yeah. but do you feel like you won't eat Mexican food outside I will, but like it's like the options are still limited for me. Yeah, like yeah. I'll go to uh, like I'll go to Guisados like if I have to, or I'll go to. Those, um, those are so much better than like Panda Express. No, 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 yeah. I know. Yeah. 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 yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. But I go to I go to um I go to a bunch of like Filipino because I just I I won't make the stuff. Yeah, I don't cook at all. Mm-hmm. Like, even my wife though she doesn't cook a lot of Filipino food. Yeah. My parents used to. Mm-hmm. They kind of slowed down. But I, I actually eat Filipino food outside. I just it's easier than me making it myself. Yeah. I don't find it bad. It's not. To my preference that my mom makes it like if i like something more lemony then they will make it yeah. more traditionally yeah you know we just make our own adjustments but i wouldn't i wouldn't knock like mexican food or filipino food eric my <laughs> son of a <laughs> <laughs> cambodian food do you still you still go out and eat it because you don't yeah, yeah, prepare yeah, it yourself course. necessarily yeah, 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 yeah of course um because um you know if i'm not you know at home or in the area of long beach um you know i don't i i, I tend to go to I don't get Cambodian food just because I miss it because mm-hmm. I'm yeah. eating it. But a lot that's of like is it a lot once of a month stuff? kind of thing. Cambodian uh, food is a lot of stew and a lot stuff. Lots of stews, you know, stir fries, yeah. MSG, oh. you know, all the Asian stuff that's, that's in the mix. Mystery meat, that kind of thing. Mystery um, meat. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it's very like hearty. Going? Very hearty. Do you like going back to Long Beach? Like, would you ever move back? Or are you happy? No, I, I oh, wouldn't move back. Yeah. Uh, I know Long Beach people love Long Beach. Uh, I mean, I like Long Beach, don't get me wrong. You, but you're I, an East Sider, right? Are you Sutter? Is that where you were? Is that East Sutter Long Beach? Um, that's that's Filipino area. Oh, is that? Yeah. Uh, no, I wouldn't move back. Um, it's kind of one of those things where you know I'll visit, but I wouldn't I wouldn't live there. Yeah, just because um, I grew up there most of my life, and I'm just kind of like over it in a sense that you know I know the the freeways, the streets, and things to do. Yeah, you know I'm I'm like you know different. You know, my, my appetite has, has changed, right? So right, right. it's grown and, and I'm like in downtown now mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, it's better for me because I like more options here in downtown than, than Long Beach. I feel like there's a lot more to do in, in downtown, no. but my family would probably disagree. They're, they, you know, they're, a lot of my families are there. Um, you know, I go there for birthdays, mm-hmm. weddings, funerals, you know, that kind of thing. But um, as far as living and moving back, I, would, I wouldn't do it. I'd rather experience a different city and, mm-hmm. and, and figure it all out and explore versus yeah. going back. You know? And so that's the thing, like, so people who move out to LA, yeah. right? Um, like, I always wondered, like, what are you moving out here for? What are you trying to experience that you're not getting? And so, like, to Brian's point, like, sure, the diversity, mm-hmm. sure, the the many options for food, like, those are, those are interesting points. Those are yeah. good points. Yeah. Um, but I wonder, like, even, even, like, with the work that we do, or even as creative outlets, like, um, are we not utilizing LA to its fullest like in the sense of like everyone a lot of people come here for entertainment and for that type of thing like shouldn't we be trying to do that too in the sense of like we live here we have access to it things people are dying to move here to do that type of thing yeah but we're not trying to be entertainers artists or entertainers or anything like that right 
um, or create, you know, cre- like it's a place creative. if you want to be creative to, to do yeah. something. I, 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 well, one, I'm not that creative, so yeah. that, that already kind of checks out that box. So, <laughs> You're talking so. about your all content, bro. Your content. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I think that if you are a creative person, this is a, a place to be, whether it's in entertainment, whether it's just in media mm-hmm. or, you know, anything like that. I mean, even here, mm-hmm. um, you can be creative in, in that industry and be part of it. So, mm-hmm. um, but for me personally, it's like, I don't know, I, I just, I'm not a creative person, so I don't, I don't, I don't crave it. Yeah. I do crave more about culture than okay. creative. Um, but yeah, I think if you are, you should, you should be here. Like here in New York, right? Like, right, right, um, right. If, if, if you like that jungle, if you like that, that hustle, you like the bustle, you like the, you know, trying to make it big kind of mm-hmm. thing. And yeah, for sure. At least, yeah. at least uh, if you can make it. Yeah. yeah. Or, if you, or it, if, yeah. You, if you can't, then you struggle. Yeah. So that's yeah. another thing too. Yeah. Right. I, I mean, I love LA because I, I hate available parking. It's fun. It's fun <laughs> just looking for parking half your yeah, day. Yeah. And then <laughs> sarcasm, complete sarcasm. <laughs> um, I said, did you guys hear the uh, the, the news uh, with with LeBron and the whole China the whole China scandal? Yeah, yeah. Um, so it sounds like he he said something that he didn't phrase what correctly, he said correctly. I take it out of context, kind of thing. That's the way I felt about it, but I'm getting different stuff. Is that how you guys took it? Is that the official stance? Because they're riding him like crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like this is my this is my opinion just kind of gauging one of him maybe I'm giving him more credit than I need to give him but it sounded like because they were in China too mm-hmm. the those uh there were some questions when when that went down while the uh, the teams were playing the preseason games while they were there and I took it more as like dude you gotta be careful what you say like and he didn't say we were over there but it's like we're over there what you say can affect us over there in yeah. terms of like you know not to get like too ignorant on what I'm trying to say but it's just like you know maybe they will hold us maybe they'll um keep us here if yeah. if like re- relations between our countries get kind of weird you know what i mean like you don't know what you're doing when you say certain stuff i don't think he was necessarily commenting on the content of what's going on right but it was just like hey relax on your whatever you affected us yeah yeah no that's a fair point i think he was yeah i think he was more commenting about the outcome of what happened mm-hmm. i don't think he's necessarily are opposing the protests, like protests, protests or the or other. people against you know of, of Hong Kong and yeah. things like that because I don't think anyone would want to be part of that you know I, mm-hmm. I think like, I think it kind of took it out of context because there's one kind of note where you know he's all about money and greed because because what happened with with the whole uh, tweet and everything it does impact financially what happened with the you know, relations with NBA and China and, yeah like and Space Jam 2 or yeah. something right so but Space LeBron because oh, I think China's no, true, one of the like major um, yeah. Yeah. major yeah. funders yeah. of it yeah oh okay okay yeah. I just and, meant like oh for sure yeah. but I think LeBron first of all he's already rich so it's not like he needs to to be financially impacted right. I, I think he's more about the fact that they were out there you know he's obviously loves the game he loves NBA he's 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 gonna be supportive of, of the game in general mm-hmm. and, and yeah the whole thing happened yeah the way that they, you know, I think they were playing the Nets and the media coverage that I think there was lack of or should have had more because of the incident. I think he was more com- commenting about the just the sad outcome of what happened based on um, just kind of the world worldviews between Hong Kong and China. Yeah. I don't th- necessarily think that he was um, really against those people and free speech and things like that. Yeah, I think it's a fine line. I, I felt it felt like they're trying to like force him to pick a side. 
you know like it seemed like the media is like oh clarify your comments what exactly do you mean yeah, yeah like gonna, yeah. like they're trying to and he was like trying to put it back on just like the whole safety thing of, yeah. of them being over there yeah. but I mean he's been opinionated before so like yeah. where he also kind of says like you shouldn't make comments on everything I kind of thought was hypocritical for mm-hmm. him to say but also he's done so much in my opinion for like his yeah. community and stuff like that Yeah, that, I don't know I feel like there's a lot of LeBron haters that are trying to ride him down in general and they're kind of looking for any yeah. any means to like tarnish him that's why I'm kind of like defending him in in a way but yeah. I don't know I don't really know the, the 100% facts on all yeah. this stuff so I'm just kind of going off of what my interpretation of it is. Right. But I don't necessarily know if, like, I, he could have made a mistake. And I don't yeah. I don't fault people for making mistakes, but he could have made a mistake and just misspoken. I think that strategically, yeah. if you want to make this a much bigger deal, mm-hmm. why not? And I'm not sh- and I'm not speaking on behalf of the protesters because I'm sure it's very legitimate mm-hmm. and authentic. But if you're going to strategically make this a bigger deal than it is, why not tack on to someone's comment who's... A global brand in LeBron who's who's doing yeah. who's saying those things and right. you can't take it out of context and if I was part of the movement why wouldn't I want to comment that because I can make it a much bigger right deal not that it isn't already it is but I think with that it just becomes much bigger yeah yeah like so he strategically he could shine, he could shine more of a light it's almost like it. a PR move kind of thing like, yeah oh, you know if I make this comment and attached myself to this story, I think it'll just become a much bigger thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, you know, I'm not saying that that's what happened, but I can totally see how this can just spiral into something because a big name like LeBron. Right. You know, I mean, if LeBron mentions me on, on, on Twitter or whatever, dude, I'll be retweeting that. I'll be telling yeah. my friends. Yeah. You know, right. I'm like, yeah, Yo, you get like, followers. I get followers. Yeah. yeah. So I'm riding the coattails of, of, yeah. of that news, you know, and. And I, and I think there's also that as well because I think they they did make it mm-hmm. big, bigger deal than I think it would be and I, and I think it, they took it out of context because yeah. I don't think he meant to say what he said. I thought it was like I feel like in some ways it's weird because just the fact that he said anything mm-hmm. doesn't it like shouldn't he say something about how he feels about it considering like that he has done it for mm-hmm. issues in America? Like he should take a stand. Well, like I mean I think he should have like everyone else stayed quiet who had no involvement in it in the NBA mm-hmm. but he said something even if it was like even if it was just about their safety yeah. the fact that he opens that door I kind of feel like well then how do you feel about it in general right because he opened that door and yeah you're LeBron and people are going to write your coattails but like do you have a chance to say something right it's, it's crazy because it's, it's weird I listened yeah. to ESPN even last night uh, Ireland I think it was on John Ireland yeah. he was literally saying I want to comment because we're talking about the LeBron thing. I want to comment on it, but I've been instructed that if I comment on it, I will lose my job. So he's like, I don't have any comments about about the thing. Like it's crazy because China is such. It's a huge. There's so much money on stuff. And dude, and I'll be honest with you, like one of the big things for me, and it's getting political again. I always do that political warning, but it gets political again with the whole Trump stuff, dude. I'm kind of cool with riding China hard Mm because I feel like they. They they bully shit. They do. They push. They put a lot of money behind stuff, and yeah. they push their weight around. And I don't, you know, I don't mind standing up to them. And right now, too, that that stuff's a big deal. I mean, we don't definitely need to get into China politics, but yeah. that stuff's a big deal. Well, I mean, I think it's like a. I mean, that's what America does too. Like, we yeah, we do the same shit. So yeah, I, I, like, point. I mean, a bully and a bully is gonna. You know, yeah, but I mean, well, I'm an American, and <laughs> I don't know your, your communist China views, Alejandro. But here in regular Mexican food, California, and not te- Tex-Mex. 
we don't we don't go against the United <laughs> States, <laughs> right? So. Yeah, I'm not saying one way or the other that he should come. It's just the fact that he even said anything. Yeah. It opens the door for him or for people to be like, how do you feel about this? Are you going to take a stand? I think it's like, great. Like, just like the yeah, whole yeah. Um, just play basketball. Like, no, I'm not just a basketball player. Yeah. I mean, that, but it, I yeah, that's what his comment was. Like, like, I just, play, I just want yeah. to play basketball and not get arrested or not get held here. Yeah. You know? Like it's it's weird. It's just it's, it, it was, was just like it a was weird a, it was a weird statement. Like it was, it, yeah. it was a very awkward. Like it could it can go either way. Yeah, kind of statement. So, but it seemed it, it seemed like it went against what he's been about. That's yeah. what that's why yeah, it's yeah, kind of yeah. weird. That's why it's weird. Yeah, I agree. And the narrative with him is always that he's he's very careful about what he does. Right, like he's very methodical. Mm. So it just seemed like a little strange. I don't know. I just thought it was interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like I mean, even with China, like I have no clue about it either you know so like for to for me to say like hey lebron you should say something yeah well, what is what do any of us know about that situation you know i thought your huawei stocks are uh, <laughs> tell, tell us something it's, Al- it's alibaba uh, alibaba <laughs> stocks are tell us something different. <laughs> <laughs> I, guess, LeBron. <laughs> I guess you have nothing to do in china alex <laughs> no i'm just kidding uh, oh man uh yeah well um this was a, a quick one. Uh, we have a temporary room. Appreciate Boone for stopping by. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Back to work. Back, Back to work. To work.